This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Welcome to this, the first Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show of December. And I wonder if, like me, you've erected the Christmas tree. Other religions are available. Getting yourself ready to welcome that fat bearded bloke into your home. Talking of fat bearded blokes, Barton has taken a leave of absence this week. Fortunately, his younger, better looking and non-cake guzzling brother Newton has stepped into the breach. Thank you, Newton. I like clever lyrics. The disposable heroes of hypocrisy's television, Drug of the Nation, is a fine example, coupled with a good tune, of course. Now, I was listening to Foxy Radio a few weeks ago, as you do, where I heard United States of Generica by a band that I hadn't heard of before called MC16. After swiftly going over to their Bandcamp site and parting with £1.20, said track was now mine that sounds remarkably like this. Grew up 
MC16 and United States of Generica you heard because I played the phobics and gentrification from their burnt rubber album but you knew that already if you've got nothing planned and I do know there's a lot going on tomorrow that's the 4th of December future streaming and non-live rock radio UK listeners the phobics are up at the Lexington supporting the mighty Johnny Moped now here's the thing I haven't done a compare and contrast for a, quite a while. And uh, I recently heard Mungo Jerry on the radio. No, it wasn't in the summertime. But Baby Jump from the band's 1971 album, Electronically Tested. And I immediately thought of the Mopeds Maniac with maybe a hint of Groovy Ruby. So let's get ready for this week's... And contrast. Up first will be Johnny Moped, that will be swiftly followed by Mungo Jerry.
It's a straight 12 bars blues riff. But if you want to double check, you can always ask the great man himself uh, at tomorrow's gig. It was also his birthday on Monday. Happy birthday, Johnny. Also on the bill is uh, Monty from The Damned in solo mode, which uh, does make you wonder if Captain will be sharing the train journey from Brighton with him. Uh, If you go over to Monty's Bandcamp site, don't forget today is Bandcamp Friday. So crack open your PayPal account you'll find a whole host of recordings to download. I played before, but uh, quite a while ago, the track Those Eyes from Monty, which features Pinch on drums, Captain on guitar and Stu West on bass, that was recorded leading up to the uh, Evil Spirits album, by which time Stu had left, to be replaced by Paul Gray. Now, I still believe that Stu featured on some, if not all, of the Evil Spirits album. Demos with his bass track subsequently removed for Paul to work out his own, you know, uninfluenced. I can certainly hear those eyes being sung by Dave Fanian, and I'm sure I've heard the intro before. I can almost see Captain playing it live. Beautiful, lovely and fair Something you'll never find 
Interconnectedness, because you know how much I like that. Moped drummer, Martin Parrott, who sadly, for whatever reason, isn't the new drummer in The Damned, is, I believe, working on another project with Paul Gray. And uh, we're not talking about the sensible Gray cells here either. It seems all very hush-hush. But I think I know who else is involved. Listening to Peter Fox's interview with Stranglers vocalist and guitarist Baz Warren a few weeks ago, as you do, Baz indicated that he's working on a punk rock supergroup side project. Now, putting two and two together and probably ending up with five, I think that this is what Martin and Paul have been working on. Probably wrong. Uh, Long-time listeners might remember that about once a year, I play my own mix of Bring On The New Bars. Uh, The intro is taken from the cocktail version that was the B-side to the S.I.S., 1980 single, Tomorrow Was The Hereafter, which was recorded in 1976 at a small studio in Wales. The B-side of New Boss, open brackets, cocktail version, close brackets, was recorded by Steve Churchill during the recording of the uh, Men in Black album, although the original can be found on No More Heroes, but you knew that already. Apparently, Hugh Cornwall and Dave Greenfield were unaware that Steve had switched on the record button while they were killing time in the studio. And the result that was sung to the tune of Frank Sinatra's Young at Heart was put on the B-side of said single. After the intro, uh, my mixer, it goes uh, into the original because when I first heard the cocktail version, this is how I remembered it. Want to love you like your dad And be your superman I show you things you never had And hold your little hand Oh let me fuck ya Oh let me fuck ya Oh let me fuck ya Let me fuck ya Oh bring on the new bars Bring on the new bars Bring them on, bring them on Oh, 
Uncle Kenny here, back from the unmentionables, otherwise known as the Tony Blackburn home movie. I'm here to tell you that you are listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, and that you'd be nuts to listen to anything else. Sacked from Auntie Beeb twice, and I have to resort to this. Mind you, the last time I did imply that Margaret Thatcher was a cunt. God bless Sir Kenny of the Everett's. I'm currently just under halfway through his biography, Hello Darlings, and it's thoroughly enjoyable. I've also been recording some of his TV shows that are currently cropping up on one of the satellite channels. So yes, that was The Stranglers and my own edit of Bring On The New Bars that I have renamed Bring On The Cocktail New Bars. The band have just undertaken some French live dates with Tony Hounsom taking over Dave Greenfield's keyboards. I, along with Exeter Ray, look forward to seeing them in February at the Brixton Academy. Yeah, I am aware that the only new song that I've played so far this week was the one from MC16. So uh, before you think you've tuned into uh, Tony Blackburn's Golden Shower, I mean hour, Golden Hour, I'd better play you another brand spanking new tune that you might have heard before. But just not this version. What are you, Chris, wittering on about? I hear you cry. Well, Menace. I have recently re-recorded two live favourites in the shape and form of Monkey that originally could be found on Social Insecurity coupled with 1212 from No Escape from Nowhere with the uh, new and current lineup of Noel Martin on vocals, Finn Payton, guitar and vocals, Pete Bradshaw, guitar, Dave Jenkins on bass and one of my three all-time favourite drummers, Simon Edwards, obviously on drums. And rather good they are too. But don't take my word for it.
crack on with this week's Covers Corner. You know what they say, imitation is the best form of flattery, or as I like to say, you've run out of ideas. Tune in to this week's, as in Tuesday the 7th of December, future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners, Mystery City, with Steve Vincent on Scotland Rocks Radio for more details. Now it's all good, we're just having fun. Yeah, right, back to Covers Corner. Thank you, Newton. And uh, Jake Starr, he of Jake Starr and the Delicious Fullness, has got back together with his former Adam West comrade, Dan O'Dickelman, to record two tracks for No Balls Records as a clear vinyl eight-inch single. That's right, eight-inch. That's only limited to 30 copies. That's right, 30. Now, as you can guess and imagine, it's sold out, fortunately, at some point, I believe it will be made available digitally if it hasn't been already. The two tracks in question are Killing Jokes Change and Joy Division's The Drawback, that technically is a Warsaw song. However, for The Drawback, Jake and Dan are going under the Goy Division moniker that they last used uh, on the uh, Fistful of Balls Volume 3 and the Chuck Norris Experiment Split 7 Inches. Of course, for change, they became... Killing Jake.
mentioned that Menace are playing tomorrow night at the Georgian Dragon in Acton High Street for the Shape Some Acton Christmas Party. There's so much going on gig-wise tomorrow. I don't know where my loyalties lie. Talking about gigs, last Thursday I popped down to the Forum in Royal Tunbridge Wells to see the UK subs. In support were the Whatnots, who I know absolutely nothing about. The band possess a comedy slump in the manner of say uh the bonzo dog doodah band the vocalist is dressed as a priest uh but from what religion remains unclear but i was blessed by him as he moved around the audience wearing a rubber mask that looked like it had been sat on or stored flat giving it a rather pointed appearance the guitarist looked like it just come from a rather bloody crime scene before becoming french taking over lead vocals, singing in the aforementioned language. At one point, I think the bassist donned a high-vis jacket, with the drummer sporting a rather nice Barry Manilow t-shirt. As far as I can ascertain, the Whatnots have only released one single in the shape and form of Nobody Should Work on a Sunday, which is uh, difficult if you are a priest. Would you rather do on a Sunday anyway? A day of rest Afternoon tea It's early to bed Or rock and roll with me subs for a while may 2019 at the 100 club i do believe and this obviously would be my first time seeing them with new drummer magic dave now when a band changes its lineup the dynamics within the group will change it, it's got no choice i remember when guitarist steve took over from jet and there were mutterings of discontent he isn't as good blah 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 i think one of the bands stepped in could have been alvin just to say that the band hadn't actually rehearsed with Steve and he was very much thrown in at the deep end. However, 
Within a very short period of time, Steve was being hailed by all and sundry as bringing back that classic Nicky Garrett sound whilst holding his own. For me, Magic Dave needs some time to fully bed in with the band. He was tight, accurate and faithful to the original recordings. However, in my humble opinion, he needs to loosen up a bit. Clearly this will happen as it did with Steve and after playing with Jamie Oliver for 17 years, the connection between bassist and drummer has yet to be fully realised. But again, it will happen. Uh, the band are currently touring the 40th anniversary, plus one, of Brand New Age. The crowd, for me, didn't really get into things until Warhead and Emotional Blackmail, with the squeal commenting that it was a shame that the new songs didn't get the same reaction as the old classic ones, to be fair to her. She's not a hardcore fan, owning all the studio albums. She's more of a live person. So... The likes of set opener, you can't take it anymore, were you know, new to her. By the end of the subset, much jumping around, fist punching and singing along was to be had. The next time, I'm going to try and catch them, is uh, down in Dover at the Booking Hall on the 15th of January. On the record front, the band, against all expectations, will be releasing a new studio album called Reverse Engineering on Cleopatra Records early next year with a single called Sensei preceding it. It's probably at this point you think I'm going to play it. Well, I'm not, as I haven't got it yet. Instead, here's the John Peel version of Tomorrow's Girls. <laughs> Listening to Rock Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up.
straight after the UK subs and the Peel session version of Tomorrow's Girls. You heard because I played New York from Dublin-based band The Lee Harvest. The track, along with another three, is available on a pink 7-inch called, I think, 77. Well, that's what Bandcamp tells me. Bandcamp also tells me that Rats Gabriel's produced and mixed it. Right, competition time. Ooh, thank you, Newton. Uh, thanks to Ed Wiener Banger, in conjunction with Kick Down The Doors PR, I have two, that's right, two CDs of Ed Wiener's up-and-coming new album, Diamond Rocks, to uh, give away. All you have to do is answer this very easy, Google it if you're unsure, question, what's the name of the band Edwina Front that's just been announced as playing at next year's Rebellion Festival. Email your answer, along with your name and address, to armitage at theparanoidsquirrel.com and I will pick the two winners on next week's show. In the meantime, here's Slaughter and Now I Know from the Bite Back album. don't know about you but there isn't enough time in the working day coupled with the weekend to listen to all the music that i want to as well as my go-to albums that i wish to enjoy i've got radio shows to listen to you know the ones henry rollins peter fox and of course steve vincent's very excellent mystery city two hours of the best in glam sleaze glam punk glitter rock and roll and his new feature covers corner Not only that, but I've got to fit in all the new releases that come my way. I know, pity me. So last week, I get the Brilliant Adventure, open brackets, 1992 to 2001, close brackets, 11 CD box set from David Bowie. Now, to be honest, 
after Let's Dance, I sort of stopped buying his albums. So this was the first time I was going to hear the likes of Black Tie, White Noise, The Buddha of Suburbia, Earthling, Hours, along with the requisite BBC Radio Theatre set from June 2000, and the non-album Alternative and B-Side Collection. Uh, but the CD that piqued my interest was Toy, that was recorded in 2001 but never released, which consists of newly recorded versions of songs from very early on in his career, you know, mostly from the mid-1960s. So taking us out of this week's show is David Bowie and Can't Help Thinking About Me from Toy that originally he recorded with the lower third. Until next week, take it easy. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Newton Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. <laughs>